When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What if you could become a better person, not by working harder, but by taking one small step a day? And not because you're a bad person now, but because there's something inside you that's ready for more. How to be a better person gives you one tiny step a day you can take to be the person you want to be. My mission? To help you live your best life. Hi, and welcome to the How to Be a Better Person podcast. I'm Kate, your host and author of the book by the same name. This week, I'm taking a look at things you can do and mindset shifts you can make to help you avoid burnout. Yesterday, I talked about the power of finding an empowering reframe to help you find a new way to think about the things that are stressing you out, something that will give your mind a place to rest so that you can conserve your strength for whatever it is you're facing. But there's a flip side to reframing, and that's today's big idea. While I am a huge fan of choosing how you'll think about things and looking for opportunity wrapped inside any challenge, there is also a downside to optimism, and that is that can be delusional at best and even toxic at worst. There are three major perils to what I think of as toxic optimism, something I fully admit to having and continually raising my awareness of in my own thought processes. The first problem is that finding the positive spin on any situation can keep you from admitting that there is, in fact, a problem. Now, sometimes we can make problems where there are none, and a little benign neglect can prevent that from happening, but we always want to look a fact plain in the face. Reframes shouldn't be, everything is totally great, when clearly they are not totally great. (laughs) Your reframe should still reflect reality. It might be better to say, This is a tough time, but I'll get through it because it acknowledges the bad and highlights the good. The second major peril of toxic optimism is that it can fall into the realm of what's known as bright siding, which is a form of gaslighting. I read a great quote in an article about what bright siding is on SheKnows.com. I'm going to read it, but there's a four-letter word alert. (laughs) It's telling someone who is being force-fed a shit sandwich that they should appreciate the free lunch. (laughs) You know, as much as I love reframes, you really mostly want to keep them to yourself or else you run the risk of bright-siding or giving unsolicited advice, which I know comes from an honorable place but makes the other person feel like a problem to be fixed or too dumb to figure it out on their own. That's why one of my least favorite phrases is, you know what you should do? Ugh, shiver me timbers. Bright siding, whether it's to someone else or to yourself, can at times be an attempt to sweep trauma under the rug. It's like politicians sending hopes and prayers after yet another mass shooting, but not doing anything to pass a universal background check law. Oh, did I just get political there? (laughs) You don't want to invalidate anyone's trauma, including your own. And the third problem with toxic optimism is that it can minimize something that is very real and very pervasive like racism or sexism. These things persist because they exist in the shadows and trying to wave a magic wand over them just gives them power. 
Ultimately, a reframe is something that should make it easier for you to bear the burden of whatever's presenting itself and not sweep it under the rug. I shared in yesterday's episode that I reframed my year and a half of at times debilitating back pain as a beneficial reorganization of my pelvis. Doing so helped me feel not like a victim of pain just for pain's sake, and it helped me think of what I could do to benefit that reorganization. If you're subjecting yourself to any of these forms of toxic optimism, your good intentions to see the positive can backfire, because if you're not acknowledging the problem, you won't be inspired to take steps to treat the root of the problem, which means it'll stick around longer, possibly to the point where it completely wears you slap out and you're in full-on burned-out mode. And that's when things are a lot harder to address. So keep your head up, but your eyes and heart open to what's really going on. Hard work gets a lot easier when you're working not just smarter, but also wiser. Your tiny assignment for the day is to keep your ears perked up for anything you might say to yourself or hear someone else say to you that falls into this toxic optimism category. That's it. Just listen for it. Just raise your awareness of it because you can't change a habit you don't know you have. I hope you'll come back next week when I'm sharing five strategies for healing burnout. Take care and have a great weekend. Thanks for listening to How to Be a Better Person. Our theme song is Left for Deadish by Junior85. The podcast is mixed by Sound Advice Strategies. If you liked what you heard in this episode, share it with someone you think would like it too. Your voice matters. Also, How to Be a Better Person has an official newsletter that sends the past seven episodes, a sneak peek of the week ahead, and one well-chosen meme to your inbox every Saturday morning. Sign up at BeABetterPersonPodcast.com and click on Get Podcast News. I also love to hear from listeners. I mean, I love it. Send me an email by clicking on the Contact Kate button at BeABetterPersonPodcast.com. Tweet me at Kate Han, K-A-T-E-H-A-N, or find me on Instagram at Kate Hanley Author. I look forward to connecting with you. 